At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Welcome back to Beast's Primetime Action right here on MSG+. We are live from the South Point Hotel Casino on the tip of the strip in Las Vegas. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin. So glad you could hang with us tonight uh, for really three major sports. Actually, four if you include golf, because uh, we've obviously been tracking that closely throughout the first hour of the show. The marquee matchup in sports tonight, Memphis-Golden State uh, for the eighth seed in the Western Conference. That doesn't start for about an hour from now. Golden State, well, four and a half, five, five and a half point favorite, depending on where you're looking right now. But a whole bunch of baseball and hockey in action. Kelly's got the update on everything. Yeah, Bruins uh, up on the Capitals here in the second period. One to nothing. There is nine and a half minutes left to go in that period. If you wanted to hop in live, Bruins are minus 380, Capitals plus 290, and three and a half. Is your live total shaded to the over? Uh, end of the first period, uh, Predators leading the Hurricanes 2-1. to one. So if you wanted to follow along with Andy, you might be able to hop in the uh, end game here. Uh, looks like we got Predators about minus 190 live. Hurricanes, you get about plus 150, 155. It looks like 6.5, the live total for that game, shaded to the over. Uh, over at Major League Baseball, Mets on top of the Marlins, two to one, top of the third inning. Mets uh, minus one seventy live. Marlins plus one forty. Eight and a half is your live total in that game. Reds up on the Brewers, three to one, top of the third. The Reds minus two forty. Brewers plus one ninety five, and eleven and a half is the total. Braves up on the Pirates, one to nothing, bottom of the second inning. Braves minus six hundred live. Pirates plus four twenty, and nine and a half is the total. 
White Sox Yankees scoreless still in the top of the fourth inning. Uh, if you wanted to hop in live, though, you can. Yankees minus 120. White Sox minus 110 and five and a half is your live total. Twins up on the Indians, one nothing top of the fourth. Twins minus 190. Indians plus 155 and seven and a half the total in that game. Blue Jays. Uh, Dropping a couple runs here in the first inning. Two to nothing. They're leading the Rays in the bottom of the first. Blue Jays minus 160 live. Rays plus 130 and 10.5 the live total. Orioles and Nationals scoreless bottom of the fourth. Uh, if you wanted to get in live there, though, you can. I'm seeing Nationals minus 320, so maybe they're about to score. And Orioles plus 250. 5.5 is the total in that game. And Red Sox up on the Phillies. Two to nothing. Bottom of the third. Red Sox minus 220 live, Phillies plus 180, 7.5 is a total. All right, I asked this off air. I'll ask it on air. Um, we talked to a whole bunch of people who have bet golf this week on the PGA Championship. Lots of bets for everybody. Uh, you guys as well. You know one person that has a bet on Louis Ustazen to win this? I do not. Danielle, do you <laughs> They will come out of the woodwork on Sunday should oh, he hold I'm on. Oh, I'm sure though. they will. Ustazen does a, from South Africa? Yes. That's okay. yes, yes, as they say. They would. I am also South African, so I'm excited for him. Oh, yeah. very nice. <laughs> Kelly, you, nobody, right? That I know. That, that I know had, of. Yeah, no, yeah. not at all. You'll know, you know one or two people that had Mickelson. Yeah, Bre- Brendan Grace and Louis Ustazen, no. Do, does this feel like... Louis Oosthuizen has won one major. He won the Open Championship back in 2010. He's actually finished second or T2 in all the other three majors. Does this feel like a Louis kind of event to you through the weekend? He played perfect today. He did. I don't know if he can play perfect two more rounds in a row, but maybe he can. I don't think he has to, though. I mean, he has to play near perfect. I don't. He doesn't have to go four under the next two rounds. No, but the the problem is, is with a guy like him, his skill set. He needs to play perfect to play against these other guys. These other guys don't have to play perfect, and they're just so much naturally. They're so naturally gifted, right? Like they're just so much more athletic, and they're so much bigger and stronger and things like that. I mean, if they were, if 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 Ustazen had to have played from where Brooks played from today, and like wherever some of these other guys played from today. He would not be where he's at right now. You know, yeah, but that's—I mean, isn't that just, where the, the wind kind of neutralizes things a bit? I mean, that, that's kind of where I've I've seen it today. The wind and the course con, course conditions just being so tough. I mean, it kind of neutralizes some of the distance and and inaccuracy from guys like Bryson. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Louis was perfect. He didn't he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't miss any drives. He didn't like nothing. Everything was everything was absolutely perfect. So I don't know. It, it's. It would be shocking to me if you want, if him or Phil won this thing. Nah, me too. But it, it, I, me too. It would be shocking to me. But it's, I think it could be interesting on the weekend. If only we had somebody uh, on the scene that could tell us or give us some reflection of just how bad the wind has been. By the way, it's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin right here on Veasan's Primetime Action. We will get to that person momentarily. Uh, Rex Hoggard for a golf writer for the Golf Channel. Uh, on the scene there, because what you were saying earlier is is really fascinating, Matt. Which is, man, if you could, if you if you're going to be against the wind tomorrow twice, yeah, good lord, yeah, it's just going to be, yeah, it's going to be impossible. So. Who's also lurking? Sung J M, Casey. There's some names there that we're not really talking about. They're just they're within three strokes. Sung J well. putted like garbage. So I mean, yeah. if he if he actually gets some putts, to yeah, he ball, gets the putter going. I think that's a guy to look out yeah, for for he, sure. He could he could certainly be another guy that's that's all around right there. This number in this basketball game, guys, like every time it hits five, it goes right back down to four and a half. So like there's a there's a there's a ping pong match going on right now. The people are 
the people are taking the the five and then it go, and then they're they're betting the four and a half. So pretty interesting. With what with I mean, I've seen this flip since we were on air for an hour now. I've seen it flip about six or seven times. Uh, game script that would most surprise you here? A Grizzlies absolute absolute blowout would surprise me. A Grizzlies absolute blowout. Yeah. All right, we uh, we teased him moments ago. Let's bring him in from the Golf Channel, golf writer for the Golf Channel. You can follow him on Twitter, at Rex Hoggard GC. Ladies and gentlemen, from Kiowa Island, it's Rex Hoggard. How you doing, Rex? Good. What's going on? Oh, little PGA here. That's about it. Uh, give us a sense if so you... Phil Mickelson leading at 51 years old? <laughs> That's right. Four, four, less than four weeks shy of his 51st birthday. Uh, give us a sense, if you would of the wind, just how bad it is, and sort of how unpredictable it is? Uh, well, the, how unpredictable it is is easy. I'm outside right now, and it's actually lovely. It's a sunset and just a little bit of wind, not nearly what it was early in the day. And, and I mean, the forecast is pretty much held. It's done exactly what they said it was going to do. I mean, during the morning, it's, it's not quite as bad. But once you get around noon, once the early wave starts to make the turn and get to the harder holes on the back nine, it comes up, and today was brutal. I mean, every player that came through talked about how difficult the golf course was, specifically those last five, 14 through 18. It's so demanding because all of them are into the wind and they're long holes. There's a lot of things out there that can go wrong, and a lot of people got, you know, Ian Poulter is a perfect example. Had a good round going, and then once you get to those holes, it just comes unraveled. Rex, uh, Phil even admitted it in the in the post round interview. He's you know he said you know he probably benefited from like you said the the wind being a little bit easier earlier on. He said it didn't really pick up until about halfway through his round. We know we know now with heading to the weekend that all of these guys that are that are lurking here and that are in contention are all going to be teeing off relatively around the same time. Does Phil's game hold up, in your opinion, at 50 years old if he's playing in as bad of conditions as we saw this afternoon? I'm doubtful. I mean, anything's possible. And certainly when you look at what Phil has done through two days, yeah, absolutely. You could imagine a scenario that he's right there in the mix come Sunday afternoon. But I was having a conversation with a player in a caddy last night, and they were sort of joking around asking, you know, what do you think Phil's over-under was for today's round? And they were saying 74, 75. And this is just based on his, what he's done recently, his body of work over the last few months. And go back to Charlotte just a few weeks ago, got off to a great start and then shot 74, I believe, in the second round. And he's been, that's kind of been his MO the last really two seasons. And so it's hard to imagine how he can keep this going because we simply haven't seen it. But that said, for two days, he's played better than anyone else. Uh, Brooks Kepka, great par save at 18 to stay one behind both Mickelson and Oosthuizen heading into tomorrow. Uh, three days ago, Rex, he said, I'm about six months away from being fully fit. Um, was he sandbagging us, or is this just Brooks Kepka doing Brooks Kepka things here? No, I think it's just Brooks doing Brooks things, and it's a major championship, and we all know that that turns a gear in his head and sort of turn, gets his game to sort of come and much, much better than it was before. I, I don't doubt it for a minute that the injury that he sustained and the rehab that he's had to go through, we all saw him limping around Augusta National, and his knee was never ready for that. And even this week, I mean, he's much better. And you said he's probably, you know, six months away from being 100%. But you're still seeing him sort of favor that knee. And he still talked about earlier in the week that there's one out of every 10 drives that the knee just kind of gives on him, and he can't push off like he needs to, and he just doesn't have that pop. That's tough. 
I mean, for a golfer at this level who needs to execute every shot perfectly to know that it's not going to work every single time and I need to be ready when it doesn't. So for him to be able to do what he's done through two rounds, and, and he got off to a bad start yesterday, went through a stretch today where it looked like maybe the wheels were going to come off. But I think he's doing, as you just said, Burke's things like we know he can do in a major championship. Rex, we are going to go ahead and pre- I'll preface this by saying you are not a weatherman. However, you might know a weatherman, or at least you are on the ground there and maybe have talked to someone who is a weatherman or talked to someone who talked to a weatherman, whatever it might be. The The rumor was that the wind might shift even on, on Sunday to where some of these holes that guys had played for three rounds, the wind was going to be going in the complete opposite direction instead of playing downwind, they're playing upwind, et cetera, et cetera. But now we're saying, hearing it might shift as early as tomorrow here. Is there anything that you, on, on the ground there, have heard from people who are kind of forecasting as to what this might look like over the weekend? I actually play a weatherman sometimes on TV, and I'm not very good at it. But, <laughs> no, I have seen the weather report. And it looks like we're going to get it maybe a little bit earlier, which would, which could be interesting because if you start looking at the forecast, it's late tomorrow afternoon that the wind starts to shift where those holes on the closing nine, number 14 through 18, suddenly they might be downwind. And that's going to add a whole other element to it because these holes, which have taken a toll on the field all week long, suddenly will be a little gettable. And you'll wonder how guys will have to sort of change their mentality, maybe get a little bit aggressive. You wonder what the PG of America will do because they haven't – Ian Poulter said they on in that stretch they probably played it 200 yards shorter than they actually could. So the PGA is being very, very careful on those holes for obvious reasons. But if that if that holds up, it could lead to some interesting back nine runs because what it's going to open up is ability to make birdies where you needed to make pars before. Talking to Rex Hoggard of the Golf Channel, kind enough to join us tonight on Primetime Action, uh, live from Kiowa Island, where the PGA Championship is taking place. Uh, outside of the top five, as we head into the weekend, uh, and with all the things we've been talking about with the wind as a backdrop, who's, who's a guy that's lurking uh, Rex, that you look at and you're like, I could see this man making a move here Saturday and Sunday. The guy I just watched lurk over to the range after his round in the twilight. Uh, Bryce DeChambeau is the one. I believe he's tied for 11th right now. and, and had a, He struggled a little bit late, made a bogey on 18. But I just think if you look at statistically what he's done, Bryson Ball has worked for two days. He has hit the ball better than anyone else off the tee. And he has, you're not going to overpower this golf course. That's not possible at 7,800 yards and some change, but he's able to do things that no one else in the field is able to do. Now, that being said, he's also pretty much the worst putter based on strokes game putting this week. And a lot of that has to do with wind. I mean, he's, he'll tell you that the wind affects his putts more than it affects any other shots that he hits. And it's still, that's the outlier for the scientist. He hasn't been able to quantify exactly how to deal with that. If he does, I can see him making a weekend run. Rex, we want to be forward-looking here, but I do think I want to, you know, as we look forward to some of these other better, uh, some of these other majors, some of these other tournaments that we can bet. I mean, some really big names don't make the cut. Obviously, uh, Dustin Johnson, Sergio Garcia, Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas, all these guys end up not making the cut. As you were just on the ground, kind of watching one, it seemed like Justin just never really was able to to, to get in stride. And then, and then from DJ's standpoint, do you think this injury thing had anything to do with it at all? Do you think that you know him withdrawing his past week, or do you think that was just completely precautionary and and this? Uh, you know, this his performance was just basically just played bad. Uh, it's hard to say uh, of the all the names you listed. DJ's probably the one that 
catches my radar the most simply because he's the world number one and now he's missed back-to-back cuts and major championships, and that just doesn't happen. And certainly it doesn't happen to Dustin Johnson, especially the Dustin Johnson who we saw win the Masters last fall. So if it's an injury, then yes, that's a concern. If it's not an injury, I think that's a concern as well because I think now we start wondering if he's going through some sort of slump and what's wrong and how can he play his way out. So there's a lot of unanswered questions. He didn't talk to the media after the round today, and he hasn't exactly been forthcoming. When it comes to the injury, he sort of downplayed it and said it was precautionary. But certainly everything that's happened, not just this week, but in the weeks leading up to this, it's concerning. Hideki Matsuyama did bogey 18, but he remains two shots back of the lead. Masters champion. Uh, might that be, of all storylines, I guess Phil Mickelson would be the biggest storyline if he ended up winning this just shy of his 51st birthday. But would Hideki winning this and winning the first two majors of the year, is that sort of the storyline we might be missing halfway through this tournament? Oh, probably. And I think we usually miss the storyline when it comes to Hideki. And as a member of the media, I'll take full responsibility for that. Even having been in Augusta and trying to write that story, there's a language barrier and he's a very, very private person and we don't know much about him. And everything that we don't know about Hideki Matsuyama doesn't make him the easiest person in the world to write about. He doesn't show much personality, even to the Japanese press. I mean, he has followed around like Tiger Woods in his prime. So, yeah, he's going to get overlooked. But it, it would be phenomenal if he was able to do it on this golf course because, as you can tell by anyone who's watched it on TV, this is nothing close to the way Augusta played in April. Rex, before we let you go, um, you know, lots of golf to be played, interesting conditions still. We don't know where the, which way the wind's going to be blowing, everything like that. But, you know, in your, in your gut, who, who wins this thing? I think Bryson. I, I, I really do. I think he can put it together and have a decent weekend. I think he's moving in the right direction. He's doing everything he wants to do off the tee. And once he's able to do that, and I kind of harken back to what Roy McIlroy did here in 2012 when he overpowered this golf course and essentially won this tournament with his long game. And also, he scrambled very, very well. So that's the missing element for Bryson right now. And as I said earlier, if he can get that element, I'm not saying he should lead the field. But if he can just be average, I think he'd have a very good chance. Bryson DeChambeau, 9-1 to one to win this uh, adjusted odds at DraftKings. Rex, uh, we appreciate it as always. Thanks so much. And enjoy the rest of the tournament. Hey. Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel. Again, you can follow him at Rex Hoggard. That's H-O-G-G-A-R-D-G-C on Bill Twitter. Bill Nicholson is the sixth golfer since 1900 to lead or co-lead after a round at a major in four different decades. Wow. Okay. Four different decades. Joining Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, Gary Player, Raymond Floyd, and Sam Snead. The, the, those are pretty good golfers. That is <laughs> not bad yeah, company right that there. Is. <laughs> That is tremendous. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm just off. Off. You know. Just googling here. I'm trying to remember who was the last golfer to win. Well, the PGA wasn't the second tournament of the year. Right. That just changed. Yeah. What two years ago, and then right. last year it was got messed up again. Yeah. So I'm just trying to. I'm trying to figure out of the of the Masters in the U.S. Open. Then who was the last guy to win the first two of the year? Again, you know, two rounds to go. But Hideki is is in the mix to do that. Um, so I, I would imagine it's got to be Eldrick Tiger Woods, probably back in 2002. I think that's my answer. Uh, the Masters and the U.S. Open Championship, which were the first two majors back in 2002. So Eldrick Tiger Woods, no surprise that he would be the answer to that question. Uh, Nashville and Carolina now knotted up at two apiece. 
Carolina uh, tied that up on a nice breakaway goal. Boston still leading uh, the Capitals one to nothing. Boston leading that series two to one. By the way, Carolina leading their best of seven with Nashville two to nothing. Uh, they're trying to go up three games to none in that one of the two uh, hockey games that are already underway. Two still to go this evening, including. Uh, a game later tonight between Colorado and St. Louis, where Colorado on the road is a minus 240 favorite, up two to nothing in that series. Um, Winnipeg Edmonton being the other at Edmonton. Edmonton tries to Edmonton tries to get on the board and not that series up at one apiece. Mets up two to one on the Marlins, top of the fourth. Lindor with an RBI double in that one. Maybe he can get that get that bat going for them. There, Gill certainly at uh, hitting 194 right now. So going to need to get that going. You know, it's funny you say that because when we were showing the uh, NL MVP odds, there was Lindor right in the middle of it at 20 to yeah. one, and I'm like, how is he 20 to one? Yeah, that doesn't make a, a ton of sense here. There's a 194 hitter at about- 20 to one. Grab him now. How about this one for you? Uh, Carlos Rodon, Kidding. four innings of work against the Yankees so far. Nine strikeouts. Oh, but he has given up a hit, though. He right? has given up a <laughs> hit. Okay. Just right. making sure. Yeah, that's what he we has, need to be sure of. He has given up a hit, but he has struck out nine Yankees so far in uh, in four innings. The thing is, every night now in baseball, you kind of have to scour the scores to see, is there a zero somewhat late in a game? And if there is, then you have to go check to see if it's a no-no. Right. That's how that's how frequent these have come. Here again, the list of 2021 Major League Baseball no-hitters, beginning with Joe Musgrove, the first ever no-hitter for the San Diego Padres franchise. Do you think that cheapened now after all of these no-hitters for the Padres, finally waiting all these years? Uh, Musgrove was the first. Then Rodon was second. John Means of the Orioles was third. Wade Miley. If you ever thought Wade Miley would throw a no-hitter, well, your dream has come true. He was the fourth this year. Then, then on back-to-back was it back-to-back nights? I thought it was back-to-back. We're seeing a difference of two uh, dates here. But it was Spencer Turnbull of the Tigers. And then I thought it was the next night that Corey Kluber did it, but maybe I'm not remembering that correctly. But uh, best comment about the Corey Kluber, I mentioned to Adam Burke earlier. He's a lifelong Cleveland Indians fan where Kluber was, you know, a Cy Young guy. And his comment was, oh, this version of Corey Kluber throws the no-hitter six before the end of May. And, again, we brought it up yesterday. If you put up a prop now on – how many no-hitters they would have by the end of this season. Would you throw up a 10-and-a-half? Like, how ridiculous is this at this point? Should you even celebrate on the mound, or should you wait for a perfect game to I do I mean, that? Tyler Ivey's throwing a no-hitter right now. Throughout May. It's the first inning. It's the first inning. It's the first inning. Would it surprise you if I'd have said it's the fifth inning? So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. Would, I, would it have surprised you if I'd have said it's the fifth yeah. inning? It wouldn't have. Well... What's your, who's your boy from the minor leagues? Uh, Frank off later for Arizona. Now <laughs> he throws one. There we go. That would be a story. Uh, we'll come back. We'll update all the scores. We'll see if there's more goals uh, in hockey. And we've got a whole bunch more to discuss. Jason Weingarten will be by to talk uh, Major League Baseball with us. I don't know. Maybe Andy McNeil on hockey. We'll do that later this hour because he's got a pick coming up uh, as well in some of the late games. It's Vison's primetime action live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin. Come on back. At Bed365, 
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app and use promo code VSEN to get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Gil. Daniele. You yes. said, I think you said something sweet uh, off air. I was putting it in my earpiece, so I didn't get the whole thing. But I think you said you listened to the, the Numbers Game podcast. You did? Yeah, I do on my morning walks. That's very sweet. Yeah. I, I'm very flattered by that. And so I, then I feel bad when I say to you, because I, I kind of know the answer. Yeah, I know you do. I don't. I, and then I, say, <laughs> I feel bad when I then say Man to you, how are your bets going? Not well. It's not, not a good well. night. It's not going well. The uh, the first inning bets are. This is probably one of the the worst days I've had in a while. I think I'm three and one right now, uh, and then wait, wait, pardon me, three and one. You've got. I'm sorry, one and oh, three. I was, gonna, I was, I was so like, used to saying it the other way. I was way. like, was she? Was she? <laughs> I was, I was walking out of that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, one, one of my three, worst one nights. Three. three and one. One oh. and three, I think. And then uh, the WNBA bets, my first, uh, the 4 p.m. games, I had five bets, and I'm two have already lost, and I'm pretty certain the under is not going to hit on the other one. So we're looking at best case scenario for that first slate of games to be two and three. And there, there even will... that it would be, you know, probably one and four. So The night uh, is young. It could turn. But to to uh, my defense, in my defense, uh, the Mystics, okay, again. The Pirates Braves should have a green check, by the way. That was okay, a, cool. That just came yeah, through. The, the, the Braves scored in the first inning. Yeah, and then I think Tigers-Royals is still wrapping up there as well. But in my defense with this Mystics-Liberty game, okay, there's only 36 WNBA games in the season. It's hard to get a good statistical gr- grasp on things, especially two games in, right? But two games in, the Mystics were 15% from three. They had made nine threes. <laughs> okay. Tigers Royals knows a winner as well. Start of this game, the Mystics in the first quarter, 75% from three. They made nine threes by the half. I mean, who saw that coming? So Not anyways, me. Did I not think that they knew how to score. <laughs> anyways, probably going to see that under, you know, just get demolished as well. As you're speaking, you got two green check marks right there for, for To offset victories. the bleeding. There you go. Yeah. Listen, uh, to our to people who are betting baseball, hopefully you were on the Twins of Minnesota tonight as they have put up a nine spot in the top of the fourth inning and are now leading the Cleveland Indians 10 to nothing. It's like the uh, the Twins finally took out all their frustrations yeah. of the early they season. They should have saved some of these, yeah, yeah. Like, and spread them out. Like, this was the team we thought they would be. Unfortunately, it's just all happening in one game. Was that against McKenzie? Right I like McKenzie, too, or Cleveland. Yeah, uh, three and a third six earned for uh Oof. against Mr. McKenzie. Yeah. That usually happens when you walk five guys in oh, three and a third. That will do yeah, it. That'll do it. Yeah. The the free pass <laughs> is uh I don't know if you know this baseball cliche, uh, but uh that'll come back to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. So and then the guy that came in after him Gave up four earned, so uh, not a not a good night so far for Cleveland pitching. We might see a position player on the hill before this is all said and done. And uh oh, will they swing? <laughs> will they swing? Oh, we'll have to man. see. We'll see if they swing the bat. Mets have extended their lead uh, in their game against the Marlins to three to one, and they still are making noise in the top of the fourth. Runners at first and second, one out for the Metropolitans. Stroman on the hill against Curtis, so the Mets. Looking good right now. That was a coin flip game, too, uh, between the Mets and the Marlins. Minus 105 on both sides. So good in the early going for the Mets. Yankees still scoreless in the top of the fifth. Rodon against Montgomery in the Bronx. So uh, those are your two uh, updates on the New York teams. Jock Peterson, a leadoff home run for the Cubs. Early one nothing lead there for, for them on the Cardinals. Um, how are you feeling about the uh, the Dodgers tonight? as a minus 120 favorite on the road mm-hmm. at San Francisco. Do you like the, the Giants have been a freight train. They have been a Danielle Alvari like freight train. <laughs> Trevor Bauer for them tonight? Trevor Bauer yeah. at a low price at San Francisco. Yeah. That's a lot of respect for the Giants now all of a sudden. Remember when we did the preseason stuff and yeah. I said look at the Giants at 8 to 1 to make the playoffs and I let the hate wash over me and people laughed. Oh, they laughed. I don't know if they laugh. I feel like, I mean, you know me, yeah. I'm not Mr. Baseball, but yeah. I, if I had to guess, I would say the Giants are about 27-2 and two this season. That's <laughs> so what it feels like. Every night we're on air, I'm like, like oh, the Giants are winning again. <laughs> Giants are winning again. Uh, they, are not, they are not 27-2. and two. Just want to point that All out. Right. But they are like leading. That. They are leading the NL West. Um, 
with a they're clinging to a lead over the Padres and the Giants. One game lead over the Padres, two game lead over the Giant over the uh, Dodgers rather. Giants twenty eight and sixteen, which if I'm not mistaken is in fact the best record in all of baseball. Sustainable or unsustainable? Probably unsustainable, but. If they keep getting the pitching like they're getting, sustainable. And if Brandon Crawford, Buster Posey, I mean, and Evan Longoria, eleven bombs for that guy, like already? plan like it's 2012. Yeah. Well, that Part. really plays into Ryan Hyatt's question for the night. Did we see that on Twitter? We'll get to that after the break. Okay, coming back, uh, and we'll do some prop watch of the NBA right here on Veasan's Prime Time Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tonight, we have a special after-the-cut edition of the Long Shots podcast. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds review the odds heading into the weekend of the PGA Championship and tell you who they like and who you should fade after the cut's been made. Check it out tonight at vcin.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And now it's time for Prop Watch. Prop 
Steph Curry's points prop against the Lakers was 36 and a half. And as Matt Brown noted, it hit the over with some free throws, 37 points. How do they Tonight, know? How do they know? 38 and a half is the number. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm sure it's not the highest that's ever been posted anywhere ever. This is the highest I've ever seen in my life, Matt. I don't know it's about you. pretty up there. It's When I say it's ridiculous, what I mean is it's ridiculous, but like, would I bet the under? No. I would not. Um, Matt and I were leaning that way the other night. Um, 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 I might get there tonight. 38 and a half is a lot. It's under or nothing, but you can't get me to do it. Here Six you, and a half three-pointers made also is the number? I mean, yeah, I'm de- bet the I'm, under? That, that I'm definitely not betting an under on. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just it's, it's the magic of Steph Curry. What else up there looks good to you, though? Andrew if not Wiggins, Steph. 21 and a half points. Kelly, you did bet a help? prop, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, I bet uh, Kyle Anderson over 11 and a half points. He's uh, eclipsed that mark in eight of his last nine. And again, I think that this is, it's been a comparable point prop for what they've been posting for him most of the season. I think you got to look for, you know, like 36 and a half for, for Steph the other night. I actually thought kind of made, I mean, it was still very, very high, but kind of made sense as, a, as an appropriate prop number because you know he's going to play so many more minutes. You know this, the type of game. You always got to factor in more minutes with all these guys. So a starter like Kyle Anderson getting more minutes with a prop number that they've been posting basically the same number for, I think there's a little bit of value there. I didn't bet it big, but uh, one small pregame bet for myself heading into tonight was that one. The other one I was looking at was Dylan Brooks. I mean, this game, this this team... When they turn to a, you know, when they need scoring kind of down the stretch in the clutch, Dylan Brooks really becomes that guy, especially if John Morant's having an off night. Um, so his at 20 and a half kind of had me interested at playing over that too. I stayed off of it, but um, I like the Kyle Anderson one. And I, this, again, this is, Matt does a great job always during the NFL season talking about drawing, drawing a line to these props and how it's going to work. I think Memphis has a good chance of winning this game, good chance to cover this game. So I'm, I would be leaning over on a lot of these Memphis props and probably under on a lot of the Warriors props. That's a real high PRA for Valanciunas because he doesn't really have any assists. Like He's not an assist guy at right. all. So basically it's, basically it's just a points and rebounds prop. For 36 and a half. 15 and a half rebounds. I also don't know yeah, the last like, time I've seen a rebound prop that high. Yeah, I mean, wow. like, you know, Traditional thinking would lead lean you towards the under. I mean, he goes he goes twenty three and twenty three last game. But I mean, again, I think that you know the 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 defense that the Warriors play and have been playing recently. I mean, you know, much better defense as of late than they have for, over the course of the season. Um, I don't know that that see that does seem a little high for me. I think the other one is in kind of in that same thinking as Draymond's, honestly. Even though he's he's such a big part of what they do with everything, but we usually see him hit 10 kind of in one of those categories, right? Not all three. So I I, I, I would lean under on his the total points, rebounds, yeah. and assists. I mean, I think it's a good point you make because like they're in a dogfight yeah. the other night. He only shoots five times in that game. Had no interest. Doesn't make in a single one. And, and yeah. Two of which were threes. So I mean, like you know, he's a twenty-eight percent three-point shooter or something, or twenty-nine percent right. three-point shooter. I'm literally so. factoring in about five or six points for him, and yeah. the rest have to be rebounds and assists. So, like right. that's a ton to ask. Do you, let me just ask a broader question about the prop market <clears throat> at this stage in a season? And again, these games, 
the stats don't count. It's not the regular season. It's not the postseason. It's a play-in, just for uh, record-keeping. But do you find prop markets wildly efficient at yeah. this point? Yep. I th- I think this is – I mean, Matt, you – you weigh in here, obviously, but I think this is one of the best times of year to bet player props. I think if this is oh, you when do. you're unsure, you know, we, we, you're looking at sides and totals and maybe a little unsure of this. I think player props at this time, especially for guys that maybe aren't the main stars, they're posting a lot of the same numbers that they've been posting all season long. And Kyle Anderson's a good example. Uh, a guy that he's going to play as many minutes, if not more, tonight than he does during a regular season. So you're like, there's added in value that, that people are just overlooking sometimes on some of these props like that. I think for the most part, they're pretty efficient. Yeah. I think the only thing that maybe, the, the only thing that maybe you can look at, and, and that's why I think the only thing on here that a little bit, has me interested as Jaron Jackson Jr. is if a guy's role, because a lot of this stuff is based off of uh, based off of season statistics with a little bit of adjustment for a, for additional run. Because as we said, I mean, yep. Ja played for, Ja played forty one minutes. Yep. Uh, the Dylan Brooks played forty. Valanciunas played thirty eight. So like they're they're adjusting a little bit up for for increased minutes. But what they can't really do is like adjust for role change, right? And like Jaron Jackson Jr. over the course of the season did become a much bigger part of this offense and, and just, and just getting run and stuff like that. And so like, like his PRA, for example, is kind of like the example that I would look at here as far as like, I wouldn't necessarily take the points. I wouldn't necessarily take the, the rebounds. Sis didn't even, isn't even listed or whatever, but just, he's going to get the minutes. He's going to be out there on the court. And, you know, I, I, I do lean a little bit over on the on the twenty one and a half on his kind of on his points points rebounds and assists. And that, but that's kind of my point of those guys that okay, you know the rotation's gonna shorten, right? We talked about the Warriors only playing eight guys the other night. Mm. You know that's gonna shorten, so minutes are gonna increase. So I that's where I'm I think the the top level stars they take a lot of time looking at, and these are the most heavily bet props. But guys that Matt and I are talking about, those are the guys to look at. You think Coach Bud and the Bucks have figured out they gotta shorten their rotation tomorrow? Think they've they've gotten that memo? Yeah. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> I yeah, I, I am uh, I am on the Bucks tomorrow, but man, of all the first round series, they, there's that's still near the top of the ones I'm most excited to see after what happened last season. I'm, t- I'm I'll just say it again. If if the Bucks end up losing that series to the Heat, please let us remember that they chose to beat the Heat in the second to last game of the season, therefore ensuring their matchup with the Heat. And then sat everybody in the last game, which at that point didn't, didn't matter, matter in terms yeah. of seating. So I just want to point that out. Of all the teams in the first round, I think the Bucks have the most pressure on them. Pressure that will be ratcheted up significantly if they ever fall behind this series or it goes deep into the series. What a great time of year, though. Oh. NBA playoffs beginning. I, look, the couch is going to get you some serious time this weekend, man. Between golf and NBA. <laughs> Acuna heard us say that what, we didn't think he was worth 3-1, to one, so he hit a grand slam. and So he's <laughs> he's, he's got five RBI in this game. So. He's, he's pretty good at baseball, <laughs> he heard that guy. Us. Yeah, he was like, I am 3-1 to one favorite. Thank you very much. Yes, and he deserves to be. Andy McNeil will join us from Edmonton, Alberta. He's got a hockey pick that has yet to start here. Um, starting in about 18 minutes. He has something to uh, give us here momentarily on VEASAN's primetime action on MSG+.
action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now. New customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Go. Danielle, you were rudely interrupted by a commercial earlier. You were going to say something about a question that someone was asking. Did you want to do that? Or oh, Ryan Hyatt. Yeah. Asked us a question on Twitter tonight, and you guys were talking about Brandon Crawford because, and I said that ties into his question for tonight. He said tonight, other than yourself, who is the most famous person from your hometown or high school? And I told you guys that Brandon Crawford actually went to my oh. high school and Gabrielle Union, funnily enough. Oh. Yeah. What, hmm. home, what hometown was that? Uh, Pleasanton. Pleasanton. So they both went to Foothill. Bay yeah. Area. I would say Gabrielle Union more famous, would you think? I know, but Brandon I want to Crawford? give a sports one. Yes. Probably, right? Yes. I want to give a sports one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just, but probably. Pro- yes. Yeah. Her Q factor, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Her Q higher. score would be definitely higher like Brandon Crawford. Much higher. We're, we're looking at this this White Sox Yankees game. Rodon, five innings, two hits, 11 Ks, no walks. But Jordan Montgomery, six innings, four hits, nine Ks, no walks. Again, we're not going to say it. Baseball might be unwatchable. No, but it's fine. It's Don, fine. Don it's, Mattingly said it out loud. <laughs> he said, you can't watch this. I mean. So 20 of the outs have been strikeouts in this I mean, game. I mean, that's great, but <laughs> not exactly must-see TV, is it? Uh, I'll tell you what is must-see TV, the Stanley Cup playoffs. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy McNeil, everybody, a digital gambler in Edmonton, Alberta. Andy, how you doing, man? Would ask, should we ask him about the strike oots? Well, I, I the strike oots. Uh, <laughs> the strike oots. A- Andy, the, the first question I have to ask you is, same old caps, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really unraveled here in these last uh, couple of minutes, or actually in this last minute since uh, the third period got underway. We're sitting here at the, the 1857 mark uh, of the third, and, and Boston has scored two goals. Uh, in the third period to extend the deficit to three and look like they're going to uh, jump out to a, a three to one lead in the series here, assuming they can hang on and avoid any, any uh, disaster. And that would mark every one of the 47 years of the Capitals uh, existence, except for 2018. This is just kind of how it happens, but three to one is not four to one. So there's still uh, hope if they, uh, even if they lose this, but boy, things are unraveling quickly. Boston three, Washington, nothing. Uh, just underway in the third, actually one minute gone, one minute and three seconds gone in the third period in Boston. Andy, we have a, we're coming to the end of the second period. Hurricanes, Preds uh, tied at three, live total, I mean, live numbers on this. Hurricanes minus 148, Predators plus 115. Did you have any thoughts on this pregame? And do you have any thoughts on those numbers now that we head into the third period tied at three? Yeah, so so I was on I was on Boston money line uh, pregame and and Carolina money line uh, pregame. Um, Carolina for probably two and a half times more than Boston. So I have not been able to watch this game for longer <laughs> than I don't know three minutes. The last time I turned it on, I saw Nashville on a shorthanded breakaway and immediately turned it off before they even got a shot away. Um, but yeah, since, uh, since the hurricanes battled back and, and have taken a three, two lead, they've since coughed that up. And now the game is knotted up at uh three apiece, And it looks like it's the end of the second period here. So, 
Um, I'm really, I'm, I'm really sweating this one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, as am I. By the way, uh, Nashville, you'll be thrilled to know, scored that third goal on a five-on-three advantage. So. Yes, and I was informed by uh, Jeff Davis uh, from over there at Circa, who is watching the game and has a, a better stomach than I do. I guess um, he, he he told me that that was a. a a missed call. Apparently it was a delay of game a penalty. The puck went over the glass, yes. but it actually hit the boards prior to the mm-hmm. puck going out of the glass. So it really should have caught that. But uh, unfortunately they didn't. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's hockey. If only we had replay that could show us otherwise, you know, <laughs> uh, Winnipeg and Edmonton start at the top of the hour. So 10 minutes from now, uh, Edmonton down one to nothing already in their best of seven series. They are a minus one boy, this has gone all the way up to minus 180 in some spots. Uh, we're showing minus 170 consensus on the screen, but uh, shop around. But Winnipeg uh, catching uh, plus 155 ish on the way back, we're showing plus 150. So, pretty juicy price on the Jets. Who do you like here? Well, obviously, there's a sentiment out here in the market today that you know, there's no way that that. The Jets can contain Connor McDavid on a, a night-to-night basis, and Leon Drysidel. Uh, McDavid had a pretty quiet game. I know I, I bet over three and a half shots uh, for him uh, in, in Game One, and, and he only had two. Um, you would expect, you know, him to be a, a lot more uh, impactful tonight. Uh, he, he doesn't usually stay quiet for long, and I'm, I'm fully expecting that. And I do like that bet once again. Uh, and you know, in these situations, I only bet against myself if I if I you know feel I have positive expected value on on, on every wager. Um, and, and I'm on the Jets here at, at plus 150 or better. I've been able to find uh, much better than that. And I actually see, uh, like you guys said, um, some, some plus 160 even around. Um, I, I just, you know, I just think the Jets have a better than 40% chance of, of uh, taking a 2-0 series lead here. Um, this series was always going to be one that I probably approached on a, on a game-to-game basis. Um, they don't get Nikolai Ehlers back tonight, which is unfortunate, but I... I knew that when I placed my wager, uh, they do get Pierre Luc Dubois, who has been a disappointment since you know joining the Winnipeg Jets in that big trade for Patrick Laine. But um, you know, Gil, I know you'll remember uh, a couple just last year. He, he was he was great for the Blue Jackets uh, against the Maple Leafs in in that opening series in the play-in round, and you know, hopefully he can uh, regain some of that that form tonight and and you know, chip in with some playoff magic. But yeah, I, I like the Jets here at plus one fifty or better. For a, for a smaller play. One more game tonight, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, Avalanche and Blues. We know that you do not think the Blues have much of a chance in this, but so I guess I'll ask you, Avalanche only at minus 230. Um, is that worth a bet? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it is. I mean, I'll probably look like a, a dummy for, for saying this now at the end of the night when they win 6 nothing or whatever, <laughs> but... Um, I came into this one with the you know the venue change and everything at around minus two ten. Uh, since some injuries have uh, been reported on the St. Louis side, that'll you know really hamper them uh, defensively tonight. Um, that that's an issue. Uh, so my my line has has moved up a little bit, but but no value in terms of the money line. Uh, you know there there was a path to victory for this Blues team. Uh, you know in a, in a given game, um, but. Part of that would have had a lot to do with, you know, a distraction like like Nazim Kadri uh, totally knocking somebody out in a, with an illegal check to the head. Uh, but that happened last game, and, and now he's he's suspended, I believe. So, uh, you know, the distraction is is gone. 
Um, and and the, the the Avs will probably just focus on generating offense and and putting this uh, Blues team to bed uh, in the next two games because um, they have been very very outmatched. Last thing, Andy, before we go, uh, tomorrow night is Game Four of the Vegas Minnesota series. Vegas, after trailing two to nothing last night, scored five unanswered to beat the Wild at Game Three, take a two to one lead in that best of seven series. They beat them five to two. Um, I know your analytics sort of basis, um, you, you have an analytics base to what you do, and so you probably don't process things like that. Did, but I'll ask anyway, did, did it feel series shifting to you? In other words, the Wild, a team that had given the Knights trouble all year long, beat them in game one, uh, gave them all they could take, gave the Knights all they could take in game two, but fell on the short end, and then get rolled after the lead last night. Did it feel like it was series shifting or conversely, I think you get the wild at like plus 295 right now to, to win the series. Might you take a bite of that? Um, I do think there's a little bit of value in that, that, that series price, but as far as your, your first point, um, you know, it definitely could be series shifting. I, I won't say that, you know, I'm able to necessarily capture that um, in, in my pricing day to day, but um, that was by far Vegas is uh, the Golden Knights' strongest performance uh, against the Wild this season. Um, they they dominated. It wasn't just you know scoring uh, and and saving. It was it was it was all facets of the game. They really really took it to the Wild um, last night. And um, you know it, it could very well be series shifting if if they feel they've figured out this Wild team um, and maybe have some some confidence and get Max ready back for the next game. Although I still think that's you know somewhat questionable here. Um, it, it definitely could be series shifting. Uh, that was the kind of performance that, that the Golden Knights need. But, you know, I, I would definitely caution against maybe buying into that too much because I, I thought I think we, we saw that last year um, in, you know, different different times throughout the playoffs with this team where they would put to get put forth, you know, just just a dominant performance and, and fall back down to earth a little bit the next time out. So um, I'm, I'm definitely a little bit cautious. Uh, I'm, I'm more interested as far as the matchups go tomorrow, I'm definitely more interested in Tampa Bay, Florida, and the fact that Bobrovsky will likely start uh, after Drieger was pulled in, in game three and Bobrovsky came away with that overtime victory. Um, I, you know, I think it, it goes without saying that he's the worst, you know, the, the worst of the two goaltenders and then he reduces Florida's chances of winning. And then I'll be looking to back the lightning at a, at a hopefully a reduced price tomorrow. All right. Uh, Andy, by the way, uh, caps heard me, Alex Ovechkin, not from his office on the left side, but more towards the blue line. Slap shot that uh, deflected off a of Bruins stick, and the Caps are on the board, now trailing Boston 3-1. to one. Thank you, sir. We yeah. always appreciate it. All right. Go Bruins. <laughs> to throw that in at the end, Andy McNeil from Edmonton, Alberta. He knows I'm a Caps guy, so he just thought he'd throw that in at the end. 14-1 left, by the way, in that one. And it is 3-3 three three between Nashville and Carolina after two. Andy's sweating that tremendously. Well, we're going to play some basketball in about five minutes. It's about time tonight. About time. Little eight battle for the eight seed in the West. Kind of surprised they started this game this late tonight. Me too. Me too. What do I know? (laughs) What do do we know? Uh, Nonetheless, it will. 9 p.m. after 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Memphis and the Warriors about to get it going. Uh, We'll talk to Jason Weingarten about baseball as well from under a cloud of smoke somewhere in Southern Cali. Coming back right here on Beeson's Primetime Act. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry every rematch Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.